1: You are Locked On Washington Football Team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.
0: All right, everybody, we welcome you to a new week on the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. The Washington Football Team, no longer in first place by tiebreaker. That's how we start our week. We'll give you the details in just a moment. But first, we tell you that, as always, we are brought to you by our friends at Pepsi, That's right. This football season, it's different. You know that by now. But what you don't know is because you have a lack of natural athleticism, and that's okay, I do too, or commitment, or maybe you had overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. That includes you and me, let's be honest. But instead of entering the NFL we joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. Of course, this football season, different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch. So we have Monday night football, then we have Tuesday night football. You, you know what to do. Crack open an ice-cold can of Pepsi, or Diet Pepsi, or hell, make it a two-liter bottle while you're at it. That's how I do it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. All right, so we start off the Locked On Washington football team podcast on this week's edition with the fact and the reality that the Washington football team is no longer in first place. And that's okay. That's okay, right? We We kind of expected to be honest with you, or at least I did, that the New York Giants would be able to beat the Cincinnati Bengals minus Joan Burrow. And as it turned out, it wasn't easy at all. They had to hang on for dear life and win nineteen seventeen in Cincinnati. And how they won is just as interesting as anything. Colt McCoy, the former Washington football team quarterback, came on for Daniel Jones and, you know, didn't really do anything special by any means. But what Colt McCoy did was he stabilized the ship. And they didn't have to really, you know, kind of do anything other than just kind of sit on their lead and hope and play defense, which may have gotten them in a little bit of trouble because Cincinnati again came down and scored to T. Higgins on a one-yard touchdown pass from Brandon Allen with 2.33 left to go. And then Cincinnati got the ball again. New York couldn't kill off the clock. And then Allen was sacked Uh, by Jabal Sheard, forced fumble, and Leonard Williams recovered it, and the game was over. Basically, Colt McCoy had to take a couple of knees uh, after that. Uh, Daniel Jones, 16 of 27, 213, and no touchdowns, no picks. McCoy, only 6 of 10, 31 yards. I mean, again, not much to write home about, but the bottom line is they were able to run the football, With Gallman, 94 yards, 24 carries. So, a pretty good average there and a touchdown. There was their first and only touchdown of the day. Uh, And Daniel Jones had 19 rushing yards, and Deion Lewis had 10, and a couple other guys. Alfred Morris only had 8. And, you know, McCoy had five carries for seven yards, scrambles uh, as he was running around trying to save uh, his life, uh, which is what Cole McCoy generally does. Here's the bottom line. The Washington football team was in first place when the day started. They weren't in first place when the day ended. And by Tuesday morning, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, they could be in third place in the NFC East. Why? Because with the Giants' win, they now have four wins. And, of course, the Washington football team has four wins. But the Giants have head-to-head tiebreaker. Why? Why? Well, because they beat the Washington football team twice, head-to-head, even though both games were a combined four-point winning margin. Combined, right? It goes down as a win. So New York, that's the easy part. But the Philadelphia Eagles, they host the Seattle Seahawks on Monday Night Football and Russell Wilson. Who's coming to FedEx field in a couple of weeks, by the way? Philadelphia is three, six, and one. So if they win on Monday night football, they're four six and one, right? Oh, four six and one. Last time I checked, better than four and seven. However, however, they lose a tiebreaker, does Philadelphia. To the Giants. So the Giants would be in first place. Philadelphia would be, again, this is with a win. Philadelphia would be in second place. Washington would drop to third. Even though Washington has the head-to-head advantage over Philadelphia, I mean, clearly both teams would have four wins, but Philadelphia has that tie instead of a seventh loss. So that's the situation in that regard. The Again, Washington football team could go from first place to third place in the span of a day and a half without even playing a game, which kind of sucks, right? Now, here's the plus side to it. Uh, According to tankathon.com, tankathon.com, which I didn't even know existed until last week, to be quite honest, Uh, they do all sorts of um, draft orders and mock drafts and big boards and all that stuff. And they update it right away. The Jets, of course, have the number one pick at 0 11, having lost all 11 games this year. Jacksonville at 1 10, they've lost now 10 in a row. They have the number two pick. Cincinnati, the number three pick. The Dallas Cowboys, the number four pick. The Philadelphia Eagles, right now, the number seven pick. And the Washington football team, number eight right now, at four and seven. But again, if Philadelphia can go to four, seven, and one, I'm sorry, four, six, and one, rather, Washington would get a slightly better pick, seventh. Instead, they woke up Sunday morning and they were at 19th because the division winner even if their record is way lower than a traditional division winner and would qualify them normally for a top-ten spot, whoever wins the NFC East is going to drop likely, very likely, to the 19th spot overall in the draft and in the first round, regardless of their record. Because they take the non-playoff teams first rank them in terms of record and strength of schedule and all that and then the playoff teams get slotted in one by one as each team loses so again right now the New York Giants are the 19th pick and Washington went from the 19th pick Sunday morning to the 8th pick overall Sunday afternoon and could jump by the end of Monday night to the 7th pick if you don't win the division and you don't make the playoffs at least you have a chance of getting a top 10 pick right because you're that bad ultimately it's not like if you don't make the playoffs and you're 9 and 7 or 10 and 6 and you're kind of screwed right you're still picking 16th 17th 18th somewhere in that range in this particular case, assuming that Washington doesn't go on a massive winning streak here and they're already won two in a row, assuming that they don't win like their next five games in a row and still not make the playoffs, I, I don't think that would happen um, with the extra playoff team and all that. I think they would find a way in at nine and seven, but just say then they could wind up picking 17th or 18th and still not making the playoffs. That would be the nightmare scenario. At least if you're not going to make the playoffs under this scenario, you would have a top 10 pick. And again, right now, they would pick eighth. So just laying it all out for you uh, as we discuss this uh, between all of us right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. All right, when we come back, Alex Smith is going to be at the podium from after Thanksgiving. And really, uh, you know, we only had one episode after the game, and we did a wrap-up of the game and heard from Ron Rivera. We still have our normal player sound that we have to get to uh, from a 41-16 punking of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll hear from Antonio Gibson as well. But next is Alex Smith. All right, guys, this past weekend was all about football, food, family, a little fun, hopefully safe and socially distant fun. And some of you couldn't be with as many family members as you want because of the restrictions and, and, and COVID and all that stuff. But here's a way that you can spend excellent family time together with an Echelon subscription and Echelon Exercise equipment. That's right, connected bikes, fitness mirrors, rowing machines, and their all-new Echelon stride smart treadmill from the comfort of your home. And unlike their competitors, Echelon is affordable for everyone. And one membership lets up to five family members all work out. At the same time, so you can spend more time with your family, right? Maybe some of you want to get rid of your family. Kind of depends on where you are. Go to echelonfit.com slash code. Go to echelonfit.com slash NFL. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N. That's echelonfit.com slash NFL. And you'll find out the difference.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: All right, we're with you on the Locked On Washington football team podcast right out to the podium in Arlington, Texas from after the Thanksgiving win. Let's hear from Alex Smith the starting quarterback of the Washington football team, as he gets his second win in a row.
2: The sense of urgency we've had week to week and really kind of keeping that, um, you know, to get two wins in in five days is is hard uh, in this league. And uh, especially coming on the road in a short week, we've had to, you know, juggle in the the COVID protocol that's intensified. Um, I thought guys just did a great job um, locking in, not letting any of that stuff be a distraction. Um, and amazing, you know, to come down here, obviously, to get the opportunity to play on Thanksgiving, you know, special, and, and with this rivalry, um, even more special. So to so to come down and get a win like we did today, you know, means a lot. Yeah. So, and and you know, as, as far as me, I, it's it's hard to put into words. I I never would have dreamt in in a million years uh, something like this would be happening, and and uh, you know, just thankful for it, and you uh, know, making the most of it of every day. Hate to yeah, go straight. Hate, oh, hate to go straight to the interception. But it, it seemed like after
0: that, Terry makes the tackle. The defense makes the stop. Yeah. You guys start rolling. That was a real turning point
2: in the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I felt like that was a turning point in the game. Anyway, at that point, we we they punted us deep, deep, and uh, and we, when we plugged it out of there, we marched. We're already to the fifty. I felt like we'd we'd eaten up a little clock. And even at that point. I felt like that was that was a decent win. We changed field position. You know, obviously, even if we had to punt there, we're going to probably punt them deep. And uh, it's a huge. Even that, I thought was a, a big, big drive in the game for us. You know, we were conscious all week. Their 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 D line was good and disruptive and could really ruin a game if you let them. And uh, you know, we had them in man on that on that. They had brought a five man rush, and you know, I was trying to get the ball to Terry running across the field. And uh, just a bit of miscommunication, obviously trying to make a throw with with the guy up on you and, you know, affects the ball, fly of the ball. So huge turning point, you know, the one critical error. I really feel like I wish I had back. Cause even, like I said, if you, even if you eat that one, it's, it's, uh, um, you know, like I said, not the end of the world. You're certainly probably going to punt him deep, but, but thankful for Terry making that tackle on our defense, uh, bailing us out, bailing me out. Cause four, four points at that point in the game was, was a big, uh, big, big changer.
1: Big team. Hey Alex, what did you think of Logan Thomas? Are you a little bit concerned now?
3: You're going to kind of watch watch your back a little bit there with him.
2: Yeah, I told him I got he's got a pretty good QB rating right now. That's um, fun. It's fun to see. I, I think that you know the gadget plays, the misdirection. It's a part of football, and and uh, what better day to run it on than than, than Thanksgiving? And uh, so to get two of them run today, and they both both worked. Uh, so. Fun and obviously uh we you know we we do multiple things with Logan. He's a talented guy. You saw a little bit of that uh the last couple weeks. So uh happy for him.
0: Hey Alex what Alex, what's if you feel ever like run a road. first place football team.
2: Say that again, sorry.
0: What's it feel like to be a first place football team?
2: Yeah, like like I said, I'm not I'm not gonna get uh into too much of that. I think uh some of that stuff can, can be dangerous. Here we're in the middle of the season. I think we got a good thing going and uh I think it's important to stay short sighted, you know, and for us it's it's now we get a little obviously a little couple of days here to, to kind of rest up and, and hopefully get, get healthy and, and uh on, on to the next. Hey Alex have Alex you ever have run, you run a fumble risky type play risky type play like that before and what did you think of, of, of that play the way and the way it unfolded? <laughs> uh I thought it was a ton of fun. And uh like, luckily luckily it worked. You know, I just, my job was obviously just to kinda of hand it off and, and uh, decoy. Um, but I, like I said, that stuff is, is fun. Even at this level, guys have fun with that kind of stuff and, you know, it's even more fun when it works. So, um, it was, it was like I said, yeah, good to see you out there. Yeah.
1: Alex,
2: what can a win like this do for such a young team just based on your experience? Say that one more time. I'm sorry. What can a win like this do for a young team just based on your experience? Yeah, your public- I, I, I think it can do a lot. I, I've, I've said this many times. I just feel like we're are, we're so young. You know, you, you combine that with no offseason, you know, no uh, new coaching staff, you know, the way the, the protocols for camp and all year have been, you know, limited us. And so I, I think it's important that we just kind of continue to keep growing and, and developing. And, and I really think we're finding our identity and getting better as the weeks have gone on. Um, and, and wins obviously only help encourage that and, and fuel that. So uh, I, I think important to kind of keep, Keep uh, keep that going week to week, and, and keep developing as the as the weeks go on. Last one, guys. Is it important to have like a, a variety of wins? Because you know this was a dominant one. You guys grinded things
1: out last week.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, that, I, that's it's going to have to be like that because uh, you're never going to win the same way every week. It, you know the challenge is different every week, and uh, there, there's so many ways to win. And and um, as a young team, I think all that stuff. When you're in a lot of these different situations, you just thank them and uh, take them with you. And I think those are obviously good experiences to, to, to have.
0: All right, so that's Washington football team quarterback Alex Smith meeting with reporters after the 41-16 win on Thursday in Dallas. Listen, Alex Smith, once again, for a second consecutive game, did not put up big numbers, right? Um, didn't really do anything to make your jaw drop. But there were plenty of good things in that game. He executed the offense, number one. He did have the one turnover. That kind of sucked. I I mean, that has been a little bit of a problem, right? He had three turnovers in the first game against the Giants. Uh, He didn't have any against Detroit. They had, uh, but he didn't have any. And he's had one in each game against the Bengals and the Dallas Cowboys. But here's the bottom line. Alex executed it exactly the way Scott Turner drew it up and called it, and he was able to finish off a scoring drive uh, to Logan Thomas there in the end zone after the fourth and one conversion by the Dallas Cowboys deep in their own territory. And I thought it was, uh, I didn't think Alex got credit for this, I thought it was really good sense and timing and just kind of cohesion between he and Logan Thomas, who Fought off a jam in the end zone. Turned around. Again, turned to the right side. The ball was already on its way. Boom. That's the only way that play can work. Anticipation. Timing. Trust. And that was there. That was there. Um, So that's Alex Smith in a nutshell. Look, Is he Patrick Mahomes? Of course not. Is he Aaron Rodgers? Of course not. Is he Tom Brady in his prime? Of course not. You know, you have to lower your expectations. And truly, Alex Smith is a manage-the-game quarterback who has the ability to do more, but he's a manage-the-game quarterback. They are at their best when they are grinding wins and games out in the 20s uh, and you know ideally you'd like to get into the upper 20s uh and and I'm not sure if Alex is the right quarterback exactly for that but the bottom line is is he's good enough he's good enough to not absolutely kill them and to have wasted opportunity after wasted opportunity all right so that's um Alex Smith with us right here on the locked on Washington Football Team podcast when we return we finish it up with Antonio Gibson All right, guys, coming up later on this week is a crossover. That's right, crossover Thursday. We'll be back on a little bit of a normal schedule. We'll talk Pittsburgh Steelers and the Washington football team. Now, the Pittsburgh Steelers haven't even played, they haven't even played. They'll play Tuesday night scheduled against the Baltimore Ravens try and stay undefeated they're already 10 and a half point favorites of the Washington football team even though they haven't played their week 11 game all right so we have that still to come now we're also brought to you by Built Bar that's right our friends at Built Bar keep just doing it and doing it and doing it they had a couple of new flavors that came out. I hope you guys take advantage uh, over the weekend, as we told you to. But they still have their six new-ish flavors, and they're delicious Caramel Brownie, Cookies and Cream, Cherry Barsia, Lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Sounds like some good holiday-type flavors in there, right? Sure. 12 original flavors. German chocolate, peanut butter, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, if that's your thing. How about toffee almond, orange, if you like that, coconut, and my favorite, peanut butter brownie. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate soft and easy to chew. They're great for any diet. Why? Why? Well, because they're low in sugar, low in fat, low in calories, low in everything bad for you, and high in everything good. And tonight, today, when you go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked on, you'll get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, we
0: finish up the Locked On Washington football team podcast with Antonio Gibson. Three touchdowns on Thursday. 11 rushing touchdowns in 11 games of his rookie season. Um, congrats on the game. What would it mean to be able to do that um, on Thanksgiving in front of a big audience?
3: I uh, felt good. Um, honestly, it's the story of my life. Uh, every time, you know, the spotlight come on, um, you know, it seems like God's always watching down on me. Uh, if you could think back to the your game, uh, I feel like that right there put me on the map to, to get where I am now, and, uh, you know, to be able to come out on national TV and do this is, is an amazing feeling, so story of my life. Antonio, can you talk about the wave? Can I talk about what? The wave. The wave? W- when you wave to a defender. Oh, the wave. <laughs> um, I knew I had him beat uh, to the outside, uh, you know, emotional game. So, you know, end up throwing the wave at him. H- have you done that before? And-, and what made you do that in the moment? Uh, usually it's the peace sign, but today it was the wave.
1: Hey Antonio, could you talk a little bit about what you all have been able to do the last two weeks with the running game and even more so today?
3: Um, Just running hard, uh, trusting our eyes, um, trusting our linemen, our tight ends. Uh, They've been doing a great job getting movement up front. Um, We've been doing a good job, you know, reading our blocks, uh, hitting the right gaps. uh, I feel like we're just playing ball. Sure. Are there some runs that you were making tonight that that maybe you wouldn't have been in position to make a couple weeks ago, whether it's because you have better vision or more patience? Were there some of those tonight? Uh, Definitely. uh, Like my last run, um, before the play even started, I know I was hitting the A gap. Um, And, you know, after that, I was just running. Uh, You know, I feel like the receiver was out wide. Nobody reacted. And I was just one-on-one with the safety. And I just used my speed to get around them.
1: Antonio, do you feel like the offense is just now coming together? Do you feel like you guys are really starting to show what you can be?
3: Uh, I feel like we're not beating ourselves. Um, we're playing complimentary football with the defense. Uh, I feel like it's always been there, uh, but we're we're putting it together. Uh, you know, we're capitalizing when we need to capitalize.
0: You guys have was been a s- part of so many. You guys have been part of so many close games. What so was it like being on the sideline with a few minutes left, kind of knowing you have this one?
3: I uh, felt good. Um, I feel like that's the first time we actually like finished the game. Uh, you know, putting our foot on their neck and uh, you know not letting up. Uh, I feel like that's what we showed today. Last so, week, last, last week you were mic'd up and you said watching Terry McLaurin, he different. What were you thinking when you watched him run down that Jalen Smith to, to prevent a touchdown? The exact same thing. Um, you know, I knew it was that one guy that was about to block him, and I, I didn't think he was going to get him when he uh, when he pushed him. And he took, like, two or three more steps, and I was like, oh, my God. He caught him, and he saved us big time right there.
2: Hey, Antonio, the, the creativity with the run game is really uh, r- ratcheting up. You can see Scott Turner's confidence growing. What do you think about these r- really interesting, intricate run uh, run plays you guys are going with?
3: Uh, I feel like it's going well. Uh, you know, J.D. McKenzie does a good job uh, pulling guys. But, you know, when he gets the balls, um, he, he's very – He's very capable of breaking. Uh, he just ha- he had a lot a lot of close ones, and uh, so you know when he gets on those stakes, he pulls a lot of hats. And um, you know that opens up for me. And uh, you know the lineman doing a good job. And uh, you know that just makes it easier on everybody.
0: And so feel like got, you feel like you guys are in first place. You got five games left in the season. Take me through the locker room. What is the mood like right now? You got five games left. You're in first place. Uh, just, what's the mood like right now?
3: Um, just finishing um, our record is not the best. Um, our conference not the best, but um, you know we're still in it. Uh, you know that 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 gives us hope. Uh, that's what we're pushing for If we can still make the playoffs. Why not? And uh, We're going to keep going and, you know, we're going to do our best to get in there. And
1: Antonio, how important do you think it is for, for this offense to develop kind of a swagger uh, or, you know, kind of that attitude that you guys had today? Um, I feel like
3: it's always important. Uh, bringing energy to a team is important. Um, And I feel like we're showing it. Uh, A lot of guys are starting to get into it. Uh, You can tell in the locker room on practice field, game
2: day. So, you know, it's coming along. Antonio, you've had two of your biggest games against the Cowboys. Do you realize just how quickly you can become a fan favorite if you continue to dominate Dallas?
3: Um, Hopefully. uh, Not a lot of people like the Cowboys,
2: but, um, you know,
3: especially growing up as a Falcons fan. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to do it in week in, week out. uh, Each week get better. Um, You know, just become the best way I can become.
1: Antonio, I'm sure you watched Thanksgiving games growing up, Dallas, Detroit. Um, What was that like to be on that stage um, as a rookie finally in that moment and then also to have such a big performance in that moment as well?
3: Uh, It's a blessing uh, to be able to uh, showcase my skills on the biggest stage. Um, You know, not too many people get that chance. uh, um, To be able to come out and do what I did is an amazing feeling. And I said plenty of times before the game, like I used to be sitting down, at somebody' house, or my family, with my family, watching a football games, and to be able to play today, uh, you know, dream come true. It was about the trick plays. Oh yeah, um, I feel like it keeps the defense on their toes, um, so we love it. Um, you know, you don't want to come out here doing the same thing. Uh, you know, not having nothing for the defense. So to so be able to come out, I like to play uh, from Logan Thomas, why not use him to play quarterback? uh you know, he hits Terry on that uh, deep ball. You know, that just keeps the uh, defense on their toes. I feel like.
0: And that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Thanks for being with us, everybody. As we start up a new week, uh, Ron Rivera will be meeting with the media on Monday. We'll have that for you on the next episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast as well. We'll ha- try and get back to work and in whatever rules await us, right? Washington scheduled to go to Pittsburgh. We'll see if that indeed happens. We think it'll happen. Pittsburgh playing scheduled Tuesday night. We will see. Uh, And Washington is not able to practice in person Monday or Tuesday. Uh, So that's going to be another interesting wrinkle to all of this. All right. That's going to do it for us. Have a great start to your week. I'm Chris Russell. Adios.
1: Hey, Prime members.